Oh, uh, no, I think I got sick from somebody, dude. Uh-oh. Throw in a blue chew? You got sick? <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I actually threw in a blue chew and got sick at the same time Yo, as my speculation. Damn. There is something. Think tainted blue chew? No. She uh, <laughs> she actually said, she was like, uh, well, I can't kiss you because I think I'm sick. And I was like, I don't fuck care. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. That is something. Dude, can you get germs through the pussy? That are, like, just regular ass, like, cold germs? Can you get I don't that? think if you... I if know. you, I don't think She's, you like, get, coughing in her pussy. I don't think you can <laughs> contract STD version of a cold from dick in pussy. Okay. I think some oral contact has to happen. Okay. That makes sense. But, but also, that doesn't make sense, because you can get sick from, like, being on a fucking plane with people. And I'm, you're Yeah, not, but that's yeah, all respiratory, yeah. dude. You're not getting sick through your dick in that situation. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is you might have got, even if you're not kissing the girl... She was in the room. She's in the room with you. Those germs are fucking... Well, that uh, was my justification, now that you're saying it just now. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, that is what I was thinking. <laughs> that's Man, definitely so I guess bad. Blue Chew doesn't have any vitamins in it? I guess not, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was vitamin C or anything? Blue Chew Deluxe with probiotics. <laughs> <laughs> Are you banging a girl you definitely shouldn't and therefore need help getting a boner? <laughs> Bluetooth probiotics. Oh, fuck. Bluetooth centrium silver. <laughs> I cannot. Like, I know a lot of guys who talk about, like, fucking girls. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes you got to give yourself one even if you don't think the girl's that hot. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Like, if yeah. I don't think a girl's attractive, I can't get myself there. Not even mentally. Yeah, I have a minimum threshold. I think a six is my minimum threshold of bang ability. I consider five average, though. Right. And a okay. lot of people work on a seven average scale, which I think is kind of stupid because if you think... Of, are you a seven average, seven is average guy? I'm going to be honest. I think my standards are, like, literally higher than that. I also don't fuck a lot. I fuck, like, very, like... That's Jimmy, too. ...quality over well, quantity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Like, okay, let me put it this way. Because well, I'm trying to fucks. gather... I'm not trying to say Jimmy doesn't fuck, but he does have standards. Yeah, I got standards. I don't just, I don't just give myself ones every now and then, you yeah. know? But, okay, so, like, if a five is an average, to me, six is, like, slightly above average, obviously. Sure. Minimum bang ability. Seven is, you're attractive. Eight, you're pretty. Like, you're, like, you're pretty. You're yeah. eight. Nine is, you're fucking hot. And ten is, you're perfect. I think that my threshold is probably eight. Honestly. Really? Yeah. So even a seven, uh, attractive girl, you're not. Yeah, doing. no, no. I mean, yes, I have. I absolutely have. But I'm like not thrilled with it. Like okay. lots of, and 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 this is. I'm not like I'm some fucking catch. I think that I'm like average to below average. I usually have something else that I something else makes me attractive to girls. On the dude scale, you're killing it, dude. Oh, you buddy. got personality, bro. That's exactly yeah. it. Yeah. That's that so adds important. a point. But yeah. like to the point where like if That's you look if you look back through the pictures of like all the girls I've dated slash fucked, like I was for sure like the low point in their life where they like <laughs> I was like the turning point where they're like I gotta get it together because yeah. <laughs> they're like in their minds they're like I'm gonna go for a nice guy now. I think that like. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, like Eric, you've seen like some of the girls that I used to fuck and like dated, like always way Cuties. out of my league. Yeah. Some definitely, some definitely. Well, you cute. fuck up. I you fuck bang up. up. A lot of guys do not fuck up. A lot of guys. I don't get that because it's not actually that. If you're like decent looking and interesting, it's not that hard to do. Well, that's the thing because a ten girl will get with like an eight dude. Yeah, or dude. a seven dude. Dude, I saw. I'm not even fucking with you in L. A. I saw two tens, like legit, like L. A. Tens with a couple of fucking fours and fives, and they were like were they around the same age. Uh, or? I don't know. It was hard to tell. They were like, was it like a sugar daddy situation? I don't or? know. No, no. They okay. looked like they were around the same age, and these okay. guys weren't just ugly. They were also fucking like fat. Like one was like fully Aww. like just like you know like it had balding. to be a sugar daddy situation. Dude. It might have been, but they also seemed genuinely now maybe. Hot girls are really good actors. I don't yeah. know. It was also <laughs> LA. But they seem like to have a really genuine connection. Well, you live in the fucking capital of sugar babies, dude. I know. There's and apps like, for there's it. A, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. And I think like that's their job. Like if you're a sugar baby, your job is to go out with this dude and pretend like hell that you're having a great time. Damn. Because all you need to do. Otherwise, you get your rent paid. But are improvers, I mean, maybe they have fucking rich mommies and daddies, right? Maybe, but like, are yeah. improvers sugar daddies, dude? I don't know. That doesn't Oh, these seem... were improv guys? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, most, I, I mean, most really, improv like, people in L.A. and New York are, like, trust fund kids. That would make sense, because I, li I can't tell you how, like, how much it fucked up my night to see <laughs> these, <laughs> these two pairs of people on the corner, and I was just like, oh, just fucking went home to my fucking mattress on the ground. <laughs> so I don't know, but I, but I do. I have, like, I have like um, unreasonably high standards, and I kind of just hold out, and then, like, you know, I probably I'll strike out a lot, but then like when I get a girl who's out of my league, it's like fucking great. It depends. I mean, like for me, I look at it as like if I keep my standards high, if I keep my standards at like 
Hold on one second. Who would call me at this hour? What the fuck is that? Where is it? Is it over here? Oh, it's over here, bro. Oh, classic. Who is it? Who is it? It's John Burkhart. Oh, John, geez. fuck you. Ooh, shout out John. Oh, shout out John Burkhardt fucking up the cast. He's a good Jesus boy. Jesus Christ. I hope he doesn't think we're playing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not playing tonight. Why are you calling me? <laughs> He's at a venue Don't ever right call now? me unless we're playing. <laughs> <laughs> He's somewhere like unloading a drum set or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Very apt, dude. He is the drummer. Is he, he the is? drummer? Yeah, Damn, yeah. how'd you know that? Do you, I, He's got John a Burkhart? Name. He's got a drummer That's name. That's a fucking drummer name, dude. <laughs> That's sure. not... Nobody named John Burkhart is fronting a band. Not even playing fucking guitar. <laughs> or like, bass. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> if he was a guitar player, if Burkhart was his last name, he would invent a new last name. He would have a stage <laughs> name for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Very true, dude. Very true. But, as I was saying... Sorry, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. I almost completely forgot what I was saying. But I believe it went something a little like this. If... I hold my standards to a six and above standard. Now, I'm like you. I'm not proud of banging a six, and I never shoot for banging a six. It's not like, you. you know, it's yeah. like if I'm drinking and we're all out at the end of the night, I have the opportunity to bang a six, I will take a six over nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I actually, no, I don't agree with that. But, but for you, I get it, yeah. Okay. But even if I hold myself to those standards, I can close the deal maybe once every two months. And that's fine for me. Yeah. If you, you're fucking once every two months? For, for sevens and above. Okay, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear new, you. new ones. Jimmy, you new know that you're like new, new, new. a ridiculously hot guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, you're like symmetrical. I'm fucking looking at your biceps. <laughs> you got that nice olive tone. Yeah, you're tan somehow in the middle of winter. <laughs> you fuck, like, I'm tan and you're fucking putting me to shame, dude. <laughs> Yeah, Nick lives in L.A. and you're tanner than him. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. I don't know. I guess I'm selling myself short a little bit. But two months is fine with me, dude. Yeah. I'll get to like, okay, I'll get to like, after three months, I start getting a little, uh, I find my, my daily like attention span doesn't last. Like I feel out of it. It's oh, like, I know. All, feel yes. Right. I know all about this. We're like, so, like, you just like, you catch yourself thinking shit where you're like, fuck, am I like, am I a fucking, I feel like a Reddit guy right now. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I don't even take myself seriously when I'm walking around. I like walking to the bar. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you even doing? You haven't had sex in like three months, bro. You're yeah. a fucking joke. Don't talk to that girl. Don't waste some fucking time. You don't know what you're doing anymore. <laughs> it is, man. It starts to be like after like three months not fucking, it's like the movie Taxi Driver. <laughs> you're just driving around. You're just like, look at all these skunk pussies. I wish that a big storm should wash them away. <laughs> <laughs> but it does but on the you. bright side, after a three month drought, I fuck like a bat out of hell, dude. Dude, <laughs> it and the, you, the feeling you have is immediate. Where you're like, what was I worried about? <laughs> <laughs> you like, I, you're like, I got this. I was so game. worried about it. My last drought, I fucking bought blue shoes, dude. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm not even sure if I, my dick even works anymore. Honestly, <laughs> I, dude, I want to start fucking with blue shoes because. I do have, I'm getting to that age now where, like, I eat, like, shit, and I gotta stop, because, like, I, w I was really working out a lot last year, which improves your circulation. Oh, yeah. And when I was, like, in full swing working out mode, I was, like, my dick was, like, getting harder and bigger than I had ever seen it before. Mm -hmm. Damn. But I'm, like, not in that mode right now, and I'm, like, I wish I, had, I could just have some, like, some blue chews on deck, mm -hmm. just to get that circulation well, back. Well, honestly, I can give you some, dude. I say this to every podcast guest we have now. <laughs> <laughs> offer blue Yo, to this is a legit podcast. <laughs> like anytime the host is like, "You want some blue chews?" That's a real podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. Yeah, absolutely. I'm gonna take you up on that after this. Well, there's a couple things you have to consider about the harder and bigger things. So, not blue chew related at all. Mm -hmm. Yes, Go. working out improves your circulation. Also, I've read that every ten pounds you lose, your dick gets a half inch bigger erect, because a lot of it rests underneath the layer of fat. So I think that's true. I don't think that's true for me because there's no my dick is not hiding in any yeah, fat, any dude. Fupa or anything. I don't have a fupa. Like my my other fat friend in LA would say that he's like, dude, if you lose weight, your dick will look bigger. And I'm like, it'll look bigger at least. I don't think for me, I don't think that's true because th this guy had like the fucking like you know you know old guys get that fucking front glow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like they have a hips. diaper on at all times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a full diaper on yeah, at yeah. all times. So he had that a little bit. I'm like, I think that's true for you. My hips are fucking bony. I carry my fat right here. So I'm like skinny legs, skinny arms, skinny chest, and then just kind of this fucking but thing. But that, that's what could take away from the optics. Really? 
Absolutely, dude. Dude, there's a lot of things you could do. Like, um, I we used to do a thing back in the day called the optical inch. I think I spoke to you about this last yeah, time. Yeah, remind inch. me, remind yeah. me. The optical inch is uh. Everything comes full circle. So, <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> fucking, <laughs> you're shaving your pubes, and right above the top of your dick, you just, it like, you get a close shave, and you just do, like, a little quarter-inch outline oh, of I the top of your dick. Yeah, I didn't know this had a name. And that adds a solid half to quarter, three-quarter inches Jimmy, to the look. Just t- it's who, just fooling. Bro, who the fuck are you telling? <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes I really will have a thing where, like, sometimes, like, I'll be all ready for a date, and I'll be going out, and I'm, like, going to meet this girl, and then it hits me. I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't shave. I haven't shaved my dick in a month. <laughs> I didn't shave the ring around my dick. <laughs> I didn't shave. <laughs> like, because, like, my dude, my pubes... When my pubes grow, they fucking grow, dude. It's, like, disproportionate. So, like, I'm, I even had this dilemma where I was like, do I even want to fuck tonight? Like, with how unruly my pubes are? Mm-hmm. My dick mm-hmm. is going to look like shit. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of the benefits of banging sixes is who fucking cares? <laughs> you know? <sighs> I, who but, fucking you, cares? I know, I know, I know that, but I care. <laughs> I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why, but I do. You gotta care. You I'm gotta afraid care that, like, uh, dude, I'm gonna die and get to heaven, and St. Peter's gonna have a list of all the sixes and fives <laughs> that I fucked. They never even <laughs> attempted to shave your pubes. <laughs> and they send me right to hell. And I would say to St. Peter, St. Peter, we call those practice girls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> sound like an uncle <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, live from the studio, baby. It's Eric Glazer. I'm your uncle Jim, and we Celeste. had uh, Nick Oldershaw on yeah. the podcast tonight. I'm uh, pumped to be back. I didn't get to do this last time I was in town. I know, man. and I was looking forward to it. When were you back most recently? It's the summer, I think. Mm. I was back for a little bit. Um, and we didn't, I can't remember, Eric, we were, I was supposed to come do it, and something else came up, I either had a show or had to get to D.C. or something. Something, yeah. But now I'm fucking here. Eric cool. just did my podcast, Coward Hour, which yeah, was- on the Hard Times Network. On the Hard Times Podcast Network, and your episode was very well received. It was so funny, dude. dude I was, loved that. We had a blast, man. Jimmy, I'll have to fuck, you'll have to fucking do it sometime. I would love to. Next time I I'm back in town, we'll have you on. Yes. Or, or, if you go out to L.A. again, like you were telling me- We'll have you That's on. a good ass idea. Yeah, we'll have you on with my, with uh, Brendan, me and Brendan, my co-host. Nice, nice. That'd, That'd be, be sweet. What I fucking dude. do. Yeah, dude. That'd be a big jump for me to go from never being on anybody's podcast to going on some fucking sick ass <laughs> LA podcast, <laughs> baby. Yeah, man. You've never been on anybody's podcast. Uh, I. You've been not, on my brother's podcast. Yeah, I've been on. I've been on his brother's oh, podcast. Oh, voice down the Amazon. I thought yeah. you hosted another one. Um, I co-host one. Well, not co-host. I produce a podcast for Mike Moran. He does confessional. Oh yeah, yeah. The producer gig is kind but of a that's, sweet gig. That's here though. That's for here. a while. Oh, so right here. Yeah, we produce for a here. while. Jimmy had never been on a podcast that wasn't recorded here. Yeah, because <laughs> I also the um the Laugh Finder podcast used to record in the studio as well. Really? And I was a guest on that. But again, I was a guest at my own fucking chair right here. Yeah, how the fuck yeah. were you playing D and D, dude? I wasn't. I was the probably their worst guest of all time. Definitely. I had no. <laughs> it's just not my wheelhouse. Like I, I don't know how to like role play. I feel like an idiot. Like, yeah. I'm like, and I strike you with my sword. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even your turn yet. And like, even if it was my turn, that's still would have been fucking gay. Dude. It's like, it doesn't, <laughs> the whole dude, the whole fucking thing with dirt. Like, I, uh, I got people who are always trying to get me to play D and D, and I didn't realize that like it, the guy who's the dungeon master or whatever. Like, there are rules, but he is just making it up. Yeah, as he's just he goes making along. it up. I didn't know. I thought that it was like a real, an actual fucking game. Yeah, but it's they not. like they make up the encounters. They make up the whole journey. They make up every single point of it. So like, if they wanted to fuck with you, they could just fuck with you <laughs> into oblivion. Mm-hmm. Fuck off with that shit, dude. Yeah, it doesn't really, it doesn't really play to my fancies, dude. No, me neither. I don't get that. I like real life. Sh- I was just getting. I just got in this. He likes of- life. He likes Monopoly. <laughs> like like <laughs> real life. Yeah. Like I like you know like um. Like my friends were talking about, like sh- we were talking about this last last week with Chris Hudson about like watching shows and caring about shit. Like I like real life shit. So like the idea of like Pathfinder, or Dungeons and Dragons. I like chess. That's real life. Yeah, chess is real. Uh, explain the difference to me, because it's like because one is like. I think I'm with you on this. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. It's the whole, like, fantastical aspect of it, dude. Like, the fucking, literally the dungeons and the dragons. Of right. It. I just want to beat you at something. Scrabble? Well, right, chess is... And I'm chess playing is Scrabble. Strategy, yeah. basically. Strategy. 
I'm that way too, man. Like, all the guys I hang out with in L.A., a lot of them, like, they all want to be, like, filmmakers and screenwriters, and they're, like, doing well in their careers. But it, it, it's it's weird to hang out with... And I like film a lot, but it's weird to hang out with people who, like, want to do it as their job, and the only movies they've seen are fucking Harry Potter and the Marvel movies. And, like, yeah. that's the pinnacle of fucking cinema to them. It's like, dude, go watch... Like, just watch literally anything else. Like, watch a, a movie about an actual... that That has some semblance of actual human emotion in it. Yeah. I know I sound like a real pretentious dickhead right now, but like, it, it 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 there's a bigger issue I think, if I can like circle around something that I like. There's this ongoing theme of like mass infantilization with uh-huh. like our society currently, where people are just like regressing into like their childhood fantasies and like nostalgia, and like that's just what people are doing in their fucking forties now. I wonder. Yeah, I was thinking about that while I was at the bar today, and I was noticing that like. All the music that plays at like all the bars is all like '90s shit. Yeah, '90s and early 2000s, and it's like I wonder was that the same like when our parents were going to bars? Were they playing all like their nostalgic shit? Were they playing like the stuff that was popping like in the '80s? The I shit feel of like the day. Motley Crue was on the fucking bar radio in the '80s. Yeah, dude. You know, it's, it's Motley Crue or like other bars probably had like a bunch of like new wave shit, yeah. like you know, like synthesizers. Yeah, I feel like, cause, but the '80s was a more optimistic time. In the '80s, people were really looking towards the future. And now we're kind of living in this age where, like, shit's kind of fucked. The future, like, with the advent of, like, AI and stuff, like, progress is a little more frightening than it is exciting, yeah. I think. Does that make sense? No, that's, yeah. a, per- that's a perfect way of putting it, actually, because I feel the same way. Yeah, so it's more comforting to, like, like, oh, yeah, be reminded of the time when we didn't always have our fucking cell phones on us. And, like, everybody mm-hmm. wasn't just constantly on social media. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I might be totally off. I'm sure there's, like... There's there's probably actual studies on this that would like contradict what I'm saying, but my gut feels like no, that's I think what you're it absolutely. Is. I think there's a there's yeah. a lot of that. I mean, the '90s was the last time anyone actually socialized without any sort of like technology involvement. Yeah, dude. So now that's like everyone's reference point on like how to actually be around people. Yeah, and a lot of the ma- what you're talking about, referring to as mass infantilization, like I think a lot of that is affected by the new standard is going to a four-year college and now it's not even that anymore it's going to your, get your master's degree or a phd and now you're in school for another like eight years potentially after high school and like people become adults way later in life now definitely like like i just now this year or like two years ago started feeling like i was an actual adult and i still don't even believe it how old are you i'm 27 okay so i'm i'm the same way dude i'm 26 and it like literally when people ask me how old i am I say 21. I have to, like, correct myself. <laughs> yeah, no. I totally and, think I'm still, like, early 20s. Like, I was, like, showering the other day, and I was like, man, I can't believe, like, I'll be 30 in three years. Yeah. So you I'm don't 27, even, too. Yeah, you don't even look like you're going to be 30 I know, in three yeah. years. I, and, and that's, I feel like neither of us do. No, man. And it is weird, because, like, I, I can't tell you how many times I've, like, been at parties where, like, the... The majority of the people at the party were probably two years younger than me, and I thought of all of them as like adults, like yeah. older than me. Yeah. And then you f- and then you're talking to somebody, and you find out that they're 24, and you're like, it just completely fucks you up. Well, I think a Can't lot of that. Like, Damn, you figured it out already. Dude, it was fucking me up. I was like, it was really fucking me up when I realized that like most of like like when I jack off the porn, most of those girls are like four to six years younger than me. Oh, easily. And I think of them easily. as like. Like adults yeah. who yeah. have way more figured out. Like yeah. So old, but also like they kind of look a little rough, you know. They look, dude. Yeah. Look something has taken sometimes. a toll. I just had a thought, and then I completely lost it. Oh fuck! I love stars. Jimmy thoughts. I'm not even fucking kidding, dude. <laughs> this is uh, what the fuck was it, dude? I'll think about it. We were I'm talking sorry. about. Uh, you want me to like run back? What we were talking. No, about? I remember what we were talking about. I think. Well, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I definitely. One, no, here's what I was gonna say. I think I think that I think that a lot of the reason why we might feel like immature, because I, I feel the same way. I'll talk to like a 24 year old kid or 25 year old dude that like, but they took on like the, this more standard path of like getting their degree and now they work for like some bank or whatever or something like that. Yeah. And they do strike me as more mature because they've already fallen into that adult lifestyle right you know whereas like with us and i think that's probably a common thing with people have to take a more like artistic direction it's like we're i don't know i feel like we're still like in a different phase of life than them yeah well because we haven't we we don't we haven't established a safety net yet really exactly so they kind of have this assurance of like i feel like it's hard 
to feel completely stable until you have a roadmap for how things are going to go. And if you get a degree and then get into it, like imagine fucking taking a job and being like this, I know that I'll be doing this for the next 20 to 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. And like I confidently even... getting into a 30 year mortgage. Yeah. yeah d- yes. Being like, Oh yeah, no, I'm good for the next thirty no, I'll be years. Here. I'll be right here. Yeah, dude, you to pay eat. like eight hundred bucks a month or whatever the fuck it is, and they're fine with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I can't imagine owning a house at all. And so maybe that, like, that might inform maybe my mindset seems more immature in comparison because I haven't just like uh, gotten onto the track, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm kind of always kind of looking for for where my next paycheck's gonna come from. Yeah. And I used to get. I'm let. I still feel weird because I still feel younger than I am. But I'm less self-conscious about that because I also now, like, I look at a lot of people that I went to high school with who, like, seemed like they for sure had it figured out. They got good grades. And a lot of them are, like, just fucking, like, teaching science in middle school now. Yeah, and, like, for sure. you know, stuck in a house that they don't really like. And they're, they're yeah. you know what I mean? Or they're, like, on their second marriage already. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, like, or their marriages clearly aren't going well. Or, like, they yeah. fucking got in over their head with... With kids. Well, a lot of people think, I think they put the, what's that called? Putting the cart before the horse. That's mm-hmm. Horse before the cart. Putting the horse, no, because you want the horse in front of oh, the cart. Oh, oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you say put the cart in front of the horse. People think that if I go out and I get married and I do this and I do that, then that will mean I'm an adult. Yeah. But and I then think I'll in, know what I need to do. Yeah. I yeah. think in reality, it's more of like, a, no, I need to become an adult as a person, and that's when I get married. And that's when I fucking yeah. take the thirty year job because I'll know what my because I'll know what I want it to be. You know, I don't just want to lock they think like I'm just gonna take any job I can get, lock myself in for thirty years, and that's gonna make me happy. Yeah. And then they realize, dude, you didn't you haven't discovered anything about what you want out of life. You married the first girl that fucking texted you back. Like, you know. Well, what, you know what's funny? What I found out, like, so like growing up in like the very like suburban town that I grew up in and like around like had all these very, very like, perfect, like, nuclear families living around me. And then, like, around the time I was graduating high school, like, one by one, the marriages kind of started to fall apart. Like, we had some crazy instances of, like, uh, you know, in our otherwise, like, perfect little community, shit was, like, going insanely awry behind closed doors. And you realize that, like, a lot of people are just, like, silently freaking the fuck out yeah. For like twenty years, yeah. Until and then, like, like, it all, all right, kind of just wait till the kids get out of high school. Exactly, it comes to a head when the kids leave, and then they're just yeah. like, "Who the fuck am I? What did I do?" Like, because the hierarchy of of responsibilities, like, once the once the kids are out of the picture, you, I'm sure you kind of have this like moment of clarity where you're like, "Oh fuck, my function in life is almost over. <laughs> it's almost and I've over. Done yeah. Nothing, and I'm not happy. I, yeah, like I didn't pursue anything that fulfilled me." That's a fucking. That's yeah. a, that's way scarier than like. That's also renting forever. Something yeah. that will like, uh, you know, whenever you're like having those fucked up thoughts, being like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? What do I da da da? And then like you just start thinking like, oh, is it like a defect that I'm trying to pursue my dream? <laughs> like, is it yeah. like, yeah. am I fucked for doing that? Like, is does everyone else realize like, oh no, that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna just do my job for the rest of my life now. Some people do. Yeah. Because, dude, how many people do you know where, like, they're way funnier than any comedian? Or, like, even they have any, they could have any talent. They could be way more talented than a lot of people who actually pursue what mm-hmm. they're talented at, but they just, like, got a job anyway. Yeah. Like, I know so many people like that. But I think a lot of people actually um, don't even have, don't, if they have a passion, they don't realize they have it. Or I think some people are just, like, genuinely not artistically passionate. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... It, it is, it's weird. Because cause as much as, like, you want to tell everybody to, like, pursue what you love doing and all this shit, like, everybody can't be a fucking artist. Yeah. Everybody can't be a fucking, like, even the film industry, which is, like, more of a legitimate industry, like, there's, like, money behind it and everything. Everybody can't be a fucking DP or an editor or a fucking PA. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. the economy can't be purely entertainment-based. For sure. So well, I, I think know. it comes down to the people who want it bad enough to risk, you know, not becoming what they want. And I think right. most people don't, they, it's not nece- they, It might just be that they don't have anything that they're particularly good at enough that they're like, well, I really care about this. Like, this is really important to me. They're just kind of thinking. I think a lot of people just have the mentality, and I think it's a fine mentality, which is I just want to fucking get a stable income, get my nest egg, my wife, my kids, and just bow out. Yeah. And just and because that's all they've ever been taught. Yeah. And I and I think that's actually fine. I think that's fine for a lot of people. And I think it works I feel like for a lot of those people. Those are the happiest yeah. people. <laughs> 
people who just fucking like stop. I mean, who just like listen to their parents to a T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that that gets pretty dark pretty quick when you're just like, yeah, just do whatever they tell you to do. Yeah, get on the train. What you, what? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Why would they lie to us? Um, but it's funny. A lot of the people I know who like uh, have moved back home from LA, they're like, this is such this is such a relief. But I don't think I could do that. I, like, really, especially because, like, I spent so much of my life, like, being a disappointment. I'm like, if I move back home, like, that's just unacceptable for me. I've got to. Mm-hmm. And I think that if I stick with it long enough, I will make something of myself in some Absolutely. capacity. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that my assessment of myself is that I'm okay at a lot of things. But I think I am charismatic, which mm-hmm. I think can get me further than actual talent. <laughs> for sure. Oh, absolutely, dude. Yeah. But yeah. you know, it's good to know your weaknesses. It's definitely good to know your weaknesses, and it is good. It like it sucks like th- to be like a j- uh, jack of all trades, master of none, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But also like that's just you know, there's more things that you can do to make money than the average person who's just trying to master one thing. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, there's always going to be an opportunity for you to work, and then the charisma is going to get you the job in the interview face to face, or like whatever else like i don't know i just try to walk the fine line between like reality and delusional and try to be like okay yeah. at what point at what point absolutely am i now yeah. just a delusional person for sure you know but you need a little bit of it like like you, you need, need a little bit of it to like get past all of the hurdles you need delusion in the moment and then like reality on the reflection basically like you like you need delusion to propel you in those would be turning point moments mm-hmm. and then in your action but like when you're actually assessing yourself later on You've got to be realistic about your talents. I mm-hmm. think. I think it's like a, it's a very interesting balance you have to strike. Um. Anyway, th- is, what is this the Gary Vaynerchuk podcast? <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> ideas know, are bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Quit your job. Bang sixes. <laughs> I used to work at a liquor store. It's like, what do you want to be? Do you want to be the guy I who bangs one ten, or do you want to be the guy who bangs twenty sixes? I want to see you put numbers on the fucking board, okay? This is wine we're talking about. Twenty sixes. That's a one twenty. One ten or hundred and twenty. Think about every woman you've ever fucked as a giant colossus destroying the city. How much damage is your number gonna do? I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> If you put together every woman you ever fucked into one giant monster, could it even take on Godzilla? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I'm going to get drunk before this show tonight, by the way, and really go off. I wish we had. I wish I brought booze for this particular Oh, no. I can't because I still have to drive there. So I can't can't get too fucking turned up. Crazy. I hope um, Cameron calls me a colonizer. A colonizer? <laughs> I, will fucking, I will do one hundred percent. Colin's name or no? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe she hasn't thought of that. Well, yes, I can. <laughs> she will never listen to this. It's totally fine. It's fine. We've confirmed that. Um, but uh, yeah, and I have so many. Co- I'll do ten minutes of colonial jokes <laughs> just to fuck with the little POCs in the audience. Is that like a? Is that like a? Uh, are you kind of taking a rare angle out in LA? Is it very much more shift in their direction? Or yeah, it does. And what's honest? Honestly, I don't do that much comedy in LA because it is really tough. Like like e- even shit that I say here that I I I would try to like kind of keep it mild on the East Coast. And the minute I got out to LA, there were a lot of jokes. People were like, "That's not okay." And I was like, fuck. I had, like, people asking me if I was, like, a fucking Republican. And I'm like, no. Like, n- I mean, I, I do get how people could think that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. I, the podcast has actually been way more fulfilling and, like, mm-hmm. exciting comedy-wise. And that's cool because we just, like, find our audience on our own. So It's actually kind of sick. Um, I want to give a shout-out to, uh, I think her name is Sierra McGee. She asked us for a signed copy of the Hard Times book to send to her boyfriend on Christmas, and she nice. sent us the video of him opening it yesterday, and then having to explain to his family what it is. <laughs> where they're just like, they're like, they're like, what is He's that? He's like crying. Yeah, because we, we wrote him a note telling him that we were really sorry about his penis slash brain accident. <laughs> we hope that he would recover soon. And his family was like, she was like, what is that? Who signed that? The Mandalorian. <laughs> He goes, no, it's the hard times. It's like a... And the video cuts off. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking my Christmas. How long have you been back, dude? 
got in on the 16th. Oh, you've been here for a while. For a minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because uh, I work at an escape room, so I can just take a lot of time off because like they don't True. fucking need me. Um, and the I, what, I'm a producer for this production company, <laughs> which is funny because we do largely like family-oriented shit, so I don't even like want to plug it. Play- yeah. I'm trying to like keep it very separate. Mm-hmm. Um, and, we're, you know, the town kind of shuts down in the winter. Oh, so like, it's not like we have any jobs that we got to do. True, true, true. So yeah, LA is a very big transplant city. Yes, I mean, it do, is. Is it refreshing being back, or do you, do you prefer the West Coast to the East Coast? It is refreshing um, a lot. I did forget, like, I think I romanticized Maryland a little bit more. And then yeah. I get back here, like, even I was, like, walking to the 7-Eleven, I was like, oh, yeah, Timonium people. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out, like, what it is about, like, like identifiable features uh, about Marylanders besides the voice. And it's like, I think we have, like, small-ass eyes. Really? Do you know small what I'm... Eyes. I've noticed well, a lot of people in Maryland have, like, small-ass, like, little rat eyes. Interesting. Does really? that make sense? I mean, I kind of understand it because, like, each like, uh, like state, just because like there's been a certain pool of people fucking each other over oh, the yeah. years, and they haven't moved away, so there are a lot of people that do look alike. Yeah, dude. I well, think there's a lot of genetic divergence. Like, I can look at a person from Essex or Dundalk and tell you they're from Essex or Dundalk. <laughs> yeah, it's like a genetic thing. It's not yeah. even anything. I can look at them naked and be like, that person is from Dundalk. <laughs> but also, like, you can look at like. Someone like up north, like not like way north, but like you know, New Jersey and New York people kind of look alike. They do, yeah. Like it's it's something in the water, you know. It, I dude, I was even like, I went over to the Eastern Shore to visit. I got some family on the shore, and I was like, shore people, dude. Dude, oh. bro, sh- there's not a single, there is not a single good-looking woman on the Eastern Shore. It does not exist, <laughs> I, w- dude. This the way waitress- well, they just move away. Yeah, they get the fuck out. Like yeah. they know, they know that there's better shit. Like I, I mean, it, it, it's kind of crazy. Like, I, I've got like family out there, and like I'll, I'll have been at like family parties, and like there will be, they'll bring all their friends over. And I'm just like, bro, like this is dire. <laughs> and and like and and some of them, if they just got the fuck off the shore, like some of my cousins are like six five. It's like, dude, yeah, their like skin would clear up. Their skin <laughs> would clear like, up. Uh, yeah, because they're not fucking breathing in coal all day. They're not rolling coal <laughs> on each other and shit. And uh, and it's like, dude, if you just like, they're terrified of Baltimore. They won't go into the city. But it's like, bro, if you took your six five fucking like paramedic ass, you would get so much pussy. Yeah, you literally save people's lives for a living. Oh my god. Yeah, dude, we were and at Denny's, tall. and the waitress there was no joke, like, like a negative two. Like, like, <laughs> like, like this, it, she was so preposterously Sony ugly. Sony Eastern Shore 5, I got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that she had a husband. Like, well, I can tell you what, she definitely had, she had a baby daddy, because she was, uh, as, I didn't know you were allowed to be this pregnant and serve waffles. <laughs> she was basically... <laughs> Well, that's why they come out so fucked up. Because <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just she doesn't realize like her stomach is just like resting on the on waffle iron. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like resting it on the stove. The baby comes out fucking melted. And this bitch had all of eight teeth. I'm not kidding. Oh no, dude. It it really sucked, man. And like I, I you know I fucking let her handle my food and all that shit. But I <laughs> I like gross. It was fucking gross. I couldn't believe it. Well, I feel like what's what's weird is like. Like the way I look, the way I look condescendingly upon people on the Eastern Shore. Sure. On my high Baltimore suburban ass horse. Sure. <laughs> this is Timonium, baby. That's the way they that I feel like people in LA look at anyone from not LA or New York or Chicago or some major city. They do, but here's why it's bullshit. Because everyone in LA is fucking from somewhere else. Yes. You know, so like, so it's really just a, they look at people that way because it's a projection, I think, of what the fuck they ran away from. Oh, yeah. for sure. And granted, I mean, obviously, there's some people who are so unbelievably hot and who are like, you know, obviously, like, uh, they'll enter industries where they're actresses or models or something. And like, it's just, they're surrounded by sycophants. So they probably really do start to believe it. But, People in LA are fucking like that. It's we, it's bizarre. It's like a fake town. Like everything, nothing there feels permanent. There's not a lot of like the city has history, but it's not immediately apparent because everything's constantly being renovated. Yeah, it's not like you fucking go into Baltimore and you're like, oh, I get a clear picture of this city. Yeah. over the past yeah. like sixty years, mm-hmm. you know. That was definitely my first thing going to LA, like for the first time, and just like actually seeing the real city, not like what I've seen in like movies or TV shows or uh, anything. Yeah. It's so, like, it's so 
it's such a letdown. Like it's, it's flavorless. Like, there's nothing to it's it. Flavorless. There's nothing to it. Everything just seems fake. Like what you're saying. Like even as an appearance, like everything looks like a movie set. Like nothing mm-hmm. seems real. Yeah, it's uh, it's bizarre. And and New York doesn't have that problem. New York is awesome. New York has so New much. New York character. lives up to his expectations. Absolutely yes. for sure. That is like if I were asked to define America in one city, I would say New York City. Easy. Oh, That's absolutely. just America, dude. Because it, oh, it literally That's what I like about the East Coast, dude. The East Coast starts it real in New York, and then all the way on the West Coast is fake. Yeah. And then it's just a sliding scale of real to fake throughout the entire country. The, the East Coast is truly like real shit. <clears throat> I think that's why it's easier to do to do comedy here because there it like people don't get offended as easily because they have fucking real problems that they deal with. Yeah. And, and granted, exactly. they're like in my neighborhood in East LA and like South Central, those people have real problems too. But those are not the people at the fucking alternative yeah. comedy shows yeah. at the Virgil, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an apparent vibe. Like when last time I was out there, I was telling some story. I was with my friend Scott <laughs> and we were chilling with his friends at the bar he works at, the Standard on, in West Hollywood. Oh, he works at the Standard. Yeah, wow. he works Holy there. And, like the pool bar there is sick and I would just chill there a lot and drink cold brews and stuff. And we were talking and this girl was like, you're from the East Coast, aren't you? And I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, I'm friends with Scott from back home. And she was like, I can just tell, like, there's something about, like, the way you talk. And I was like, but it's like, and she was, like, trying to describe it. She was like, it's just, like, real. You don't get that around here. Like, very, very, like, I don't know how to describe it either, obviously. But if I were to try to describe West Coast, it's just, like, I never really feel like I'm really... Everyone in L.A. is on a job interview 24-7. Exactly. Yeah. All the conversations, I, I, I put it like this. All the, You know when, uh, when you're bowling and there's bumper lanes? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, so there's, there's a guarantee that the ball is not going to go in the gutter? Mm-hmm. Every conversation has bumper lanes up. Where like, If you start to veer too close to an uncomfortable topic, there's like this manic effort to like switch gears or like make sure that everything stays positive. Like you have to, there are these lines that you have to stay in when you're talking to people. And if you fucking break out of those lines, you get ostracized. People think you're an asshole when like, it, it's it's strange. It is very strange. It, it kind of puts me on edge all the time. And I don't know how it doesn't put other people on it. Well, I guess it does probably, but Everyone's moving home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I cannot fucking do this, dude. Well, sometimes I wonder, like, it's kind of the same deal. It's like um, when you were talking about how people in Maryland probably all start to look alike and people in certain areas, the same thing, because it's just this collective pool of people that over the course of generations have all put certain features into their, you know, gene pool or whatever. Yeah. So if you think about West Coast, from the very beginning, the West Coast has always been the like we started on the east coast america started on the east coast and then we gradually made our way couple wars couple genocides made it to the midwest <laughs> that's <laughs> la's fake we're really trying hard not to think about all those fucking indians that used to be here but those <laughs> are the guys fine. don't bring up the indians those yeah. are the guys Everyone's who killed them the most dude yeah dude. everybody out long. in la it's like no your ancestors fucking hacked your way to california dude <laughs> yes. my ancestors fucking children man we're like you know what leave them alone leave oklahoma alone <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they get there and they're just like they're just like why are you bringing good vibes keep the vibes positive I mean, yeah. even even like if you think about about how on the East Coast, California is like where dreamers go. You go out there to get your, <laughs> achieve your dream. And it's like even back in the 1800s, dude, the gold rush, the 49ers. Yeah, buddy. People were going to California to find that dream. Just like the same way you might try to find your acting career. They were going out there sifting through valleys and gold. It was a land of opportunity. Manifest destiny. And I feel like that has been the vibe out in California is they're, they're dreamers out there. Yeah, definitely. Whereas the East Coast is Wide much more eyes. like, dude... East Fuck. Coast, it's windy. You gotta, you're not getting wind in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Your clothes are tight. Clo- that's why the eyes are fucking small. Yeah. Wide-eyed <laughs> dreamers, dude. Yeah, wide-eyed eyes <laughs> are dreamers. In, Mar- in Maryland, we got fucking, you know, squinty-eyed turtles. Just yeah. fucking like, why the fuck would you go outside? <laughs> I'm not fucking going out to San Francisco looking for gold. Dude, I got a job. <laughs> God's sakes. <laughs> but no, man, you're, you're right. You're right. There's always been, like, the allure of... You know, the undiscovered coast or whatever the fuck, mm-hmm. like, you know, the mani- manifest destiny, what you're talking about is like, oh, yeah, it's good. I'm sure it's there's got to be something better out there. And it's not. It's just kind of a desert. And, you know, we can we, we mind like a all couple the oases that people keep thinking they're seeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and it's like, that's just 29 palms, dude. And every <laughs> every building there is an Airbnb. You can't <laughs> 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 but it's, you know, yeah, like I. I LA has worked out because I've gotten more job opportunity. Like, 
I think I needed to do it because I just kind of had to throw myself into the fire. And I think overall it's like improved me. And now I've like gotten opportunities just like purely through meeting people out there that I, I don't have a degree from any school. And I, and I get to work on like, you know, film sets and like actually have like, I like produce shit, which is like, I'm still kind of like, how did I pull that one off? So to move home, yeah, would, would, we talked about that the other day. Working in production is just like a cheat code. It it's is like, yeah, you don't need a degree. You don't need anything. Mm-hmm. You'll meet a ton of people with degrees, but they'll be the PAs and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody with film degrees are like down here, and then like mm-hmm. the people running shit are just like, I just uh, don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say this: the one thing that I do admire about the West Coast is that I've noticed that a lot of the small talk conversations that you have on the East Coast are about like, what do you do? Yeah, and the small talk conversations on the West Coast are what do you want to do? Like when you talk to somebody on the East Coast, they'll talk about like whatever it is that they do for their living and job like that. But it's not a normal conversation if you're talking to another guy your age to both be talking about like, oh, dude, I want to work in production. I want to make right. this music and stuff like that. But that is like the common thing over there. So it's a city of people that all kind of share that state of mind. I agree. But the, but the wrinkle to that is, so it is one, it, it is, it does suck on the East Coast. I see it a lot with my relatives where like, yeah, you talk about work because that's, you've resigned yourself to that being your identity. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's, that's what you talk about. That's how you connect with people. But the, what do you want to do conversations in LA? The, the, the thing that makes them, I get a little more cynical about them is because oftentimes there's an angle. When somebody asks you that, they're trying to suss out whether or not they can, you can use help. you or yeah. a connection or they can help mm-hmm. you. Or a lot of times it's just an excuse to pretend to listen to you and then launch into their fucking yeah. vision that they yeah, have for sure. themselves. So I, I guess people just suck in general. I don't know. But but it, look, of course there are fucking there are fucking perks to LA. I I do feel like I've been exposed to a bunch of shit that I wasn't going to be exposed to if I stuck around here. Yeah, and just because there's way more of a industry for film. And all that kind of stuff out in LA. I even just same in New York. Like yeah, if like those are the two cities where there's enough production, and probably Atlanta now, where if you just if you just know one person and you get your you know foot in the door, you can however or however far you want to take it is how far you'll go. As long as you're not fucking retarded and like somewhat likable, you can you can have a job. Like you can have a career. You can just like make everyone laugh a couple times. Like, you know, during stressful situations. Oh, yeah. They'll call you back to be on the next show. That's shoot. what Harvey Weinstein was good at. He <laughs> <laughs> built his empire. A couple well-placed jabs, he can get away with fucking anything. Now, listen, I know this situation may seem stressful. <laughs> <laughs> <but> <laughs> That's why he jerked off into that planet. It was a riot. Everyone was like, we forgive him. <laughs> uh, Harvey's going to do one of his party tricks. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> Now that's a party trick. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm sorry. Uh, no. I love it. Dude. I don't mean to be the Harvey Defender on uh, live from the studio. <laughs> no, dude. You know what? He hasn't been charged with anything. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh, ever heard of a thing called due process? <laughs> <laughs> that was like okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Harley Harvey Weinstein. I like. I don't know. Cosby for sure, too. For other people, I think due process is a just thing. But definitely Harvey Weinstein, no. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, dude. Because, like, the tapes came out with him, like, trying to pressure, like, an undercover, like, Spanish actress yes. and shit. Oh, like, uh, pause. pause. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, fucking, uh, yeah, you can't expect due process for the fucking, you know, powerful sex offenders and pedophile Hollywood. Grip higher on the mic. I'm sorry, grip higher. Am I fucking yeah, yeah, cutting yeah. out? Now you're good. Did that? Did that get any of that? Yeah, I got all that. Harvey Weinstein yeah. is innocent. That's what you said, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll dub that in for you. Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Dude, think about Harvey Weinstein's innocent. <laughs> no, but, about but, it, but, but you Harvey can't. Weinstein <laughs> is innocent. No sin. <laughs> I just gave you guys me actually saying it. Pause, that's Moralda. Hey, bitch. Liar. <laughs> no, I've never said that about Pause. A nice, squinty-eyed queen. Mm-hmm. That bitch, Definitely from that the bitch East Coast. does have the smallest eyes I've ever seen. I'm not, and God bless her. I mean, whatever. Yeah, you know, beautiful. But she's, I also think beautiful. I also think that is one of those instances where, we, at least as, as a society, I think it's one of those things where there's a part of society that wants to swear that that men and women are equal on all those levels, 
But when you switch the roles in a situation like that, and if you were like a female producer that was trying, that like dudes were like banging this kind of like beat older chick yeah. to get roles, and people would just look at that and be like, well, you know, you made the decision to fuck her, you know? Yeah. That was, uh, that was something I heard that used to be at, like the comedy store back in the day when like Mitzi was like younger. Yo, people would just bang her for spots. She'd be like, yeah. hey, you wanna get a spot? You gotta come back, whatever, you know? People like, had to fuck Mitzi? Yeah, yeah. Ugh. But like nobody cares. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. it's completely looked at differently. I think know? there's. I think it's. It's probably. I agree. It is looked at differently. Um, and I think that like there is. We should. Speaking from personal experience, there is some shit that like we need to really reevaluate how seriously we take male victims of sexual assault. There is probably an element to it where like like we were talking about before, guys can fuck somebody that they don't think is hot and kind of shake it off. And I think that women, mm-hmm. there's a lot more shame socially yeah. for women. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously rape is completely different from <laughs> any of that, too. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, man, it's a fucking complicated thing. I just, you know, I've kind of resolved myself to being like, in general, in general, I, I'm i not saying it's a, a not a bad thing, but I personally do not care when it comes to sexual assault of men. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you were, I thought you were ending it at sexual assault. I was like, what a spicy I fucking cat. do not Holy care shit. about sexual assault. assault. <laughs> you, don't care about the, you don't care about sexual assault of men. That's interesting. I, I'm not saying like, to that what it's degree? not a, Like, okay, I care about uh, prison rape. I think that's a terrible thing. Sexual assault right. of men by other men. Yeah. But when I hear about no in there. a woman doing something, like when I hear a story about like, you know, I've, you've heard stories about like, dude, that chick, like, I was fucking blacked out drunk, and that chick literally just would not stop making out with me, and like, got on top of me, started riding my dick, like, she wouldn't leave me alone. Oh yeah. And like, you were just too fucked up or whatever, like that. And it's a girl you never would have fucked. I just hear that story. And I'm just like, shake it off. Yeah, I feel that way too. Off. Uh, oh, your wife hit you. Shake it off. Uh, that's uh, where, that's where I'm like, I don't know about that, man, because it's like because like, that's not taken seriously. Until, I think there's some dudes that should be taken seriously. Until for. you've been in a situation where like a woman has, like, held a knife to your neck and back and been like, you're going to fuck me. And then, like, you... I mean, I'm telling on myself a little bit. Does that happen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely Nick's speaking does. speaking from experience. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and you, you know, you have a situation where, like, the police literally show up and, like, you give them the rundown and they kind of just don't do anything. That's where you're like, all right, this is a little fucked. This I would is a little fucked up. I would say this. I care about that as much as I care if you told a dude held a knife to you and mugged you. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely. I don't care about that to the same level as if a girl said a guy held a knife to my throat and raped me. That to, to me, the, they they strike different, completely different chords. Really? Me. Oh, absolutely. Interesting, because it is like. Are you telling me something that actually happened right now, and I'm just being complete? Like I don't fucking care. No, yeah. no, no, no. I'll, I'll, but, I'll, yeah. but here's the thing. I'm not. I'm. I am, but I'm not offended. By the way, like, like I actually, I'm, I'm like down to have this conversation. Um, so you, so you care, so. This, it's just the sexual element that doesn't like play for you. It's the because it, I can see that. I I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, it's like I I empathize with you on having a knife held to your throat. I empathize with you on like the you know the danger of it. But as far as like the violation of it, I empathize. I sympathize much more with women than I do with men when it comes to being violated sexually by a woman. So I think that I do too. Actually, I think that I sympathize with. I think that like rape as an act is easier for a guy to, yeah. to pull off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I. Well, I you know I will also say this like having your like feeling like you're you're in serious like bot like physical danger and then also having a bitch like grab your dick and balls and like pull on them I'm like I think I was also violated I feel oh, Jesus like, you know Christ. what I mean because like because 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 here's what's fucked up is like women have actually brought this up to me too where they're like well m- uh, female and male rape is not the same because like there's not the same like physical element I'm like I don't know. My, you know, my fucking genitals were really sore. It really wasn't fun. So I'm, and and I understand that like the power dynamic is inherently different. And I don't think that I would equate it to male to female rape. But I do think it's like something that like should be talked about, especially with like fucking every single woman nowadays being like borderline and bipolar and just getting like Yas Queen points for mm-hmm. it on Twitter. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like yeah. it's like yo, stop like 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 not to fucking rag on anybody who has a mental illness, but don't just also enable them to behave however they want mm-hmm. and think that mm-hmm. it's like cool. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that's not like Sorry to bring the situation. It down, fellas. Oh, it's cool, dude. Yeah, it's just enabling. It's not actually like helping 
Yeah, like there's this whole thing right now to like to destigmatize BPD and like sure, but also like BPD is like a like women with B- BPD can do some crazy fucking shit to you. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know, like like I feel like men's when men have mental illness, there isn't as much of an effort to like de like destigmatize like whatever you know what I mean? It's yeah. just kind of like 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 you look at how many how many like how many of the fucking like people like Elliot Roger like uh you know any of these guys who have like carried out vendettas against women, and whenever you bring up their mental illness, women are the first people to be like, "Well, that's not the point. He was clearly a misogynist." It's like I yeah. think he might have been fucking cuckoo as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if he wasn't know. also crazy on top of misogynist, like he wouldn't have killed anyone. Yeah, yeah. He would have well, just posted on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> I I would say to 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 go off of what you're saying on a personal note, I had an experience probably like almost last year at this point where a girl that I had hooked up with was like legitimately kind of stalking me to yeah. a point where like she would show it to my shows like she would show it to, like all my shows talk shit about you yeah and like bartenders and, and yeah shit, and, and like, like just sit there and, t- and it was like and like and she would like and it was like legitimately like there was a part of me that was very uneasy and uncomfortable about it you know, to the point where I was considering if it didn't die off like I was considering doing getting like a restra- restraining order or something like that yeah but the lingering thought that I kept having, even in that moment, was even that is looked at as like, I'm a dude, I'm a grown man, and there's just this crazy chick that is just like talking shit about me and showing up to my shows and stuff like that. And like, at the end of the day, I didn't ever feel like if that situation was reversed and I was like a chick where this, my crazy dude that I used to hook up with was showing up and fucking like, that is way fucking scary. Yes, absolutely. And that's taken way more. So dude, I had a, like even, even shit, like if I'm playing at the horse or something like that, like the standards are so much different. Like I'll be on the stage sitting and girls will just come up and just like grab your leg, like sweep your dick, something like that. Like come up and like kiss you on the cheek. And like, Dude, that shit would absolutely never fly if there was a girl sitting on stage and some dude just came up and literally just grabbed her pussy and fucking kissed her neck. Like, yeah, man. Are you kidding me? So th- so here, here's my point is like we've either got to be – but I do think the standard should be the same. I, I also agree that like when a woman is like – it just happened to me at fucking sidebar. There was like a woman there who was like – like literally while I was there with you. She really? She was just like touching me in a way where I'm like – if I did this to you, it would not be okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, it doesn't... F- I'm not, like, traumatized. I'm not fucking posting about it, right? Yeah, yeah. But there should be a level... Pl- like, if you shouldn't get to treat someone like that, and then the minute it's done to you, suddenly you want to go be upset yes. and cry wolf and post online. Yes. Uh, this is some MRA red pill shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it's... Uh, in regards to the stalking thing... Like, here, the only thing about, like that is kind of freaky about, like, when a woman is, like, legitimately unhinged and coming after you is, like, you really, you can't put your hands on them. You you genuinely can't. And mm-hmm. this is another, I mean, I don't even know if you were there that night, but there, there was a one night when me and this girl in particular, we were leaving Zissimo's, and she was drunk, and she just started, like, trying to rip my shirt off. She was, I don't know what she was mad at me about, but she was swinging, hitting me in the face. Wow. And, like, people are literally watching out to and, like, you cannot hit her back. Yeah. So if you're in a fight with somebody where you can't hit them back at all, Eventually, they'll start to fuck you up a little bit. Like yeah. it doesn't matter, you know, if yeah. you're stronger than them. And then, like, and the way that it went was literally someone came over, got us into Cafe Hun, separated us, kept me at the front, kept her at the back. And the consensus of everybody in the restaurant was like two women came up to me who just like saw everything and called me an asshole. Wow. Yeah, dude, it was fucking wild. And then what happened was like the consensus that everybody who was in the situation was like, "Well, Nick, you should just drive her home." Oh <laughs> I was like, what? fucking fuck what? this, dude. This <laughs> so, like, that's the only thing where I'm like, yeah, I think that, like, we gotta pay attention to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, mm-hmm. it's a little fucked. Well, I'll leave it at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> you fucking baby pussy whip. Sack up. No, no, no. Sack up. Give her a ride home, God for Christ's damn. sake. What are you, a fucking beta? Jesus. <laughs> I'll leave it at this. There are tons of things in the world sure. to care about. And I have realized that as a human being, we are only capable of truly caring about in the same way that we're only tr- capable of truly caring about the people that are closest to us, yeah. we're only capable of caring about the issues that are closest to us. I cannot. I can be. I can express 
sympathy for situations I hear. Sure. But to sit here and say that I truly care, <laughs> that I truly care, I would be lying. I would be I would be trying to be nice. No, I get it. You're worried about the koalas. And like, the I think about, like, you know, like, I think about, like, you know, maybe you should care more about, like, racial issues. Maybe you should care more about these type of things. And yeah. it's like, I just, that's not my battle. What I care about is speaking from my perspective, and someone else that actually has that perspective can fight the battle of speaking from their perspective. I'm not going to speak that perspective for you. There's no way I could possibly care as much as you. I also, here's my funny thing, I also, I don't even really want to, like, fight the battle. You know what I mean? My Mm. biggest thing, even with it, and even though I'm, like, talking about it now, I don't have a vindictive desire to, like take somebody down yeah. after this. Just want to be over yeah. with. I do. I wish in the moment it was taken a little more seriously, like when you see it happening. Yeah. Like anybody should be, I think that anybody should be smart enough if you see a situation where one person is physically assaulting another in any way, you probably fucking step in. Whether yeah. it's man on woman or, or man, you know, woman on man. Um, that's like all I think that we, sh- that's like kind yeah, of Yeah, but those dudes, the dudes surrounding you are all thinking the same thing. Like, well, if he can't hit her, I can't hit her either. Nobody's yeah, allowed to hit her. Yeah, but you can you can still like step in. Like you your your voice even like just like a crowd of people just like yo stop it. It's yeah. like that's there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, I no, I understand what you're saying. But as far as organizing an abused men's march. No, that shit sucks. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it does I cannot imagine that march, dude. It yeah. does Is everyone walking marches? with their switches. Just <laughs> march. <laughs> 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 just a bunch of dudes uh, uh, wearing banners <laughs> of all their circumcised penis, just like <laughs> flying the flag of fucking cut dicks, asking for their foreskin back. Uh, no, but it, marches in general just kind of fucking suck. Like, marches are so gay. They don't do anything. At this point, it's just an excuse for a bunch of people to get to. It's like an excuse to do summer camp when you're 25. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just people doing arts and crafts and singing the worst songs. <laughs> like, have you ever, like, been in a chant? I don't mean to just, I'm not trying to launch into a bit, but like, no, yeah. have you ever, this is not a bit, but like, have you, like, every chant I've been in after like the second repetition, I'm just like, like oh, right. there's no yeah, way. I'm tired of this already. Yeah, there's yeah. no way this works. We're doing there's this no rhyme. Yeah. There's no like. <laughs> That's why I think that like uh, the last marches that were successful were the civil rights movement because uh, all the songs were fucking bangers. Dude. Yeah, true. Yeah. Swing, swing low, sweet chariot. And, and like gay rights and stuff, dude. Yeah, dude. We're here, we're queer, get used to it, dude. Yeah, that's that's good. so good. That's good. You think that's good? I think that's good, dude. I guess that's it, the last good one. Yeah, but I'm not singing it in the shower like we shall overcome. That's because you're not <laughs> gay, bro. <laughs> if you were gay, you might be sashaying. We're here, oh, we're dude. queer, get used to it. If I was gay, <laughs> I would destroy this town. <laughs> 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 no, it's just all people trying to be a part of something, and I don't even know if the yeah. uh, they don't you know what was the point of the women's march? Nothing what other did, than what did it do? Even nothing. dude, even fucking Killer Mike said some shit that like I, Killer Mike is like falling out of the good graces of like uh, I don't know woke like liberals people. or whatever. Yeah, because he even he said this thing where he was like he was like it's time to fucking stop holding hands and singing songs. It doesn't do anything. He's like vote. He's like take your money out of white banks, put it in community banks and credit unions, and fucking vote. Because you can march and sing till the end of the day. It does not do anything. Yeah. It fucking fucks up traffic. Because what he's expressing is yeah, Didn't, like, a, like, Wells Fargo, like, sponsor the last women's march or some shit? Yeah. Like, some crazy shit like that. Like, yeah, dude. It's, it's like unreal. It, it's like and the they fucking had, like, Pepsi they had, like, It was, like, Comic-Con for women, basically. <laughs> they just had, like, a bunch of famous women give talks and speeches... And then Wells Fargo was like, yeah, and you can sign up for our banks right here. <laughs> Download the app. Yeah, unless you're black, we do don't free, bother. We do free transfer from checking to savings. <laughs> like, oh, my, okay. my friend Eric Ballison has the best take on, like, women and, like, uh, performative feminists. He's like, somehow, like, they all think they're Wonder Woman, but they all also want to choke the fuck out of each other. Like, yeah. that's basically <laughs> women's relationship with each other. It's like, we're so powerful, we're so cool, and then also they fucking hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> I could not do it, dude. <laughs> I you couldn't could, be a woman, dude. I just like to interact with because everything feels even like when I think about like you know thinking back to ex girlfriends and the way that they would talk about their best friends. Like every interaction is like motivated by something, or they're like not revealed. Like 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 communication is so shrouded in yeah. like yeah. not playing your hand too quickly. Yeah, yeah. With these people that you see every time you fucking hang out. I think that's dude. I think that's. Probably another thing of, of biology, I think that there's a reason why uh, 
women tend to have more of those like frenemy social relationships. Yeah. I think for if you go back to the classical way of how society used to work where the woman was the homemaker and the man was the breadwinner, it was important for men to be able to socialize and interact with each other to get what they needed out of each other and bring it back home. But from a woman's mentality, it was much more important for them to be kind of like closed off, protect the family. And they don't, uh, there's no need for me to fuck with that bitch over there. Yeah. Like, that's my man. He's going out, fucking getting, bringing back grains or whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah. And I'm going to fucking make it into bread. Why do I need to talk to Martha? That bitch is fucking barren. She's going to snatch the baby right out of my pussy. <laughs> exactly. She's gonna take she keeps exactly. trying to steal my pie <laughs> recipe. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same reason why, you know. I, I forgot about Jimmy's fucking like Joe Rogan philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just like pure spitballing. This is brilliant. I well, yeah, man. It's kind of It's kind of the, the same. podcast, baby. It's, it's the best. It's the same reason why, and I don't mean to take this because there are very many like female comedians and things like that and girls that are legitimately funny, but oh, I shit. think you run oh, across... Shit more funny dudes as you do funny chicks. And I think that there's a reason for... I think humor is is a biological thing that men use to impress chicks. Yeah. yeah. Or to, sh to prove that you're intelligent. So I sort of... I What's funny is I sort of agree with that. I understand... Like, I know the Christopher Hitchens argument, and I think there is some validity to it. Like, we even talked about it. It's like a way... As somebody who... I don't think I can go off looks alone. Like, I'm mm -hmm. not bad-looking, but, like, humor is a big way to... Ste you know, step up your game with a woman. Mm. That being said, the the hardest times I laugh is generally with other men because that's where I can honestly do some deeper cuts, do mm -hmm. some, you know what I mean, like yeah. Yeah, some B sides. <laughs> well, just just even like you can get a little more esoteric, like than than when you're because like with a girl you can be funny, but like you can't lean too hard into your actual sense of humor. You'll yeah. fucking scare her. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so that's where I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if that's the only function that humor serves. I don't know if that is why men are funny, so to speak. Well, yeah. I think I like mean, humor, I think in my eyes is like a way to bypass like all the pleasantries. Like it's it's like a way to like understand are we all on the same level here? All right, cool. Let's start digging deeper. Yeah. Or let's like all right, nope, that's the, as far as we're going. Cool. I I mean, I think that in general it's just a way to make motherfuckers like you so like if you're, if you're fucking scared of a guy if there's a powerful guy how do you get in his good graces you're you entertain him you want you want him to keep you around you know what i mean mm -hmm. so and that can extend to women for sure for but, sure but why well, women don't have to do that is because like baby just show hole yeah <laughs> get well, the fucking that, hole out baby. well look i'm not saying that i'm not saying that humor is entirely for attracting a female right but i think that it's a big portion of it and i think it's also humor is a social networking tool in general yes if you can make somebody laugh you can make them like you and so, just like going back to the previous thing I said about the like men having more of necessary in the older times a necessity to network and get things out of each other and build stronger relationships, whereas the, for women it wasn't as important. I think maybe we honed that skill as a gender more adequately. Yeah, not saying that there aren't funny women, but I think like my the prime example I use is Bumble. I mean, like look, Bumble I think is a terrible concept, even though apparently it's the best dating app. But like the idea that like <laughs> you can match with someone and then you still need to wait for the chick to say what's up with you. That's like if you were at a bar and you made eye contact with a girl and you like you could tell that you were into each other, but then you're just waiting for her to come up to you. Yeah, like, right. Because they've kind of been taught not to initiate. And when they do have to initiate, it's always something like, "Hey, hi." They don't, there's no need for them. Like when I send my first message, dude, I got to fucking knock it out of yes. the park or I'm not even getting a response. They don't give a fuck. And this is the double standard where like, cause like if you, yeah, if you said, Hey or hi, they'd be like, and even in fucking, uh, um, bios, they'll be like, don't, Hey is for horses. Don't start with, Hey, that's unacceptable. Yeah. But that's all they fucking have. This Which is, is like, a terrible joke. Even it's terrible. It's terrible a terrible joke. joke. <laughs> I have this theory that like women are at this weird, I mean, God damn, I am on my fucking Reddit shit. Dude. I gotta be careful. <laughs> but women are at this weird crossroads where like they're, they simultaneously want to be like empowered. And like here, I'm like fucking all, I think people should fucking be empowered. You should be able to do whatever you want to do. Like fuck whatever. Like if you think there's a mold that you have to fit, I'm all for people saying fuck that. But, like, girls are in this weird thing right now where, like, when they're little girls, they're raised to think that they're, like, little princesses and they can get whatever they want. And then they get to college and they're like, oh, but I'm actually a strong, independent feminist. And then they literally just want both. They want to be yeah. treated like they're precious and fragile sometimes. And then, like, when they're feeling comfortable, they're powerful and independent. And you have to, like, 
try to figure out on the fly which mm-hmm. part of their personality they yeah. cater to. That being said, I am not going to make a comment on whether men or women are funnier because it's in my vested interest not to. And I will say, they, I have genuinely seen women who do comedy where I'm just like, I am not that funny and I will not be that funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm There's not gonna so say many funny l- women. Yeah, I'm not going to say how large the fucking sample size is. Of yeah. That. I'm not going to say that. But like, also, at the same time, like, if you're just strictly looking at fucking data, raw data, if you go to just some random ass open mic in the middle of nowhere and you look at the sign-up sheet, it's going to be 20 dudes and two chicks, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that is changing i think that i think it's changing because like i i think it is a little bit of like a representation thing too just like women being able to see like okay they're funny ass women like i could do this yeah yeah i didn't know this was a thing i could do because that was even a thing for me too like at like 17 maybe or like 16 or 17 like i knew i wanted to do comedy but then like 19 i realized like oh i could actually just do it Yeah. yeah I can actually just do this here. Like, I don't have to, like... There's not, like, okay, I got to apply to a job at a comedy club <laughs> and I hope I get it and then I could be the host no, or you whatever. you just go to fucking uh, Ellie's in Millersville, Maryland. Yeah. Which <laughs> Ellie's wings. It's like, I also... But then the other argument... But then if you if it wouldn't be what Eric's saying about, like, it's just a natural occurrence, which I agree with, I think, I think some of it could be... I think what you're saying is exactly right. Like, the representation. As you see more female comics, it inspires more girls to actually think it's doable. Yeah. But at well, the same, because, like, they see their sense of humor... Like in the mainstream media, definitely, and it's yeah. Like, and fucking guys and girls have different senses of humor. Yeah, and for that's sure. and of course they would. Because right? there's always been the female comics that are just trying to be male comics. There's yeah. always been that, but the now fucking, there's like, yeah. uh, you know, we're not gonna say any names, but Liza Lampanelli and. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I've um, had more colors in me than Crayola, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, it's like, bitch, that's racist. <laughs> 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 yeah, I like how the joke on every old roast was just, Liza, you fuck black men. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah! Yeah, it's, it's literally, it's, and it, yeah, it is, it's a roast. It's yeah. like, Liza dates black men, can you believe it? It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, how, like, that's so offensive to like, every black guy in the audience. Like, what's wrong? That bitch is ugly. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is that so laughable that she... <laughs> Obviously, she fucks black men. <laughs> There's a black guy in the audience clapping, I fucked her! <laughs> he ain't lying. <laughs> he ain't lying. <laughs> Wait, guys, I hate to fucking do that. How long yeah. have we been going? I gotta go. Yeah, we can we can wrap this Doors up. Doors for my show are right now. <laughs> yeah. And I've got to drive are, like What are we at? 20 minutes. Oh, we are at... Oh, we're over an hour. We're good. Oh, okay, perfect. Fuck. All right, well. Nick Aldershaw, what's yeah. your Instagram, Twitter, all that bullshit? It's at Nick Aldershaw on Instagram and Twitter. N-I-K, uh, that is, folks. N-I-K, O-L-D-E-R-S-H-A-W. Coward Hour. Listen to Coward Hour. The Goddamn Podcast Network. With Brendan. Brendan Crick. Check that shit out. Barn Dog. Barn Dog Crick. And, yeah, fellas, this was a fucking blast. Dude, great fucking times. Yeah, man, anytime you're in town, come on through. Yeah, I'll see you down there. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Colin and Cameron, if you're listening, <laughs> sorry. I'll sorry. be there. I'll see you guys. I'll Can dap you up. Uh, I actually could. I gotta. I gotta check with my. I. I believe people are at my house right now. Okay. 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 But right. I could probably talk to them into coming. It's at the Crown, right? It's yeah, at the, it's crown. the Crown in the Blue Room. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll Peace. see you down there, buddy. I'll see you, buddy. Uh, LFTS podcast across the board. Um, fucking Manscaped.com. Precision That's tools for your family jewels, baby. Yeah. Use, Use promo code LFTS podcast. On yeah. everything for twenty percent off and free shipping. For sure, I think. Yeah, should still be active. I gotta email them. I gotta email them. Figure out our. Uh, if they didn't have our shit running through Christmas, they fucked up because that was at least two more sales right there, baby. I know. So uh, yeah, go to manscaped.com, promo code LTS. Uh, I'm Eric Glazer on everything. Jimmy Seleski on everything. User. Um, we'll fill you in on some stuff from the holidays next week, folks. Yes. Tune in. See you later. Peace. Peace.